Hi, and welcome to the Bluff Church Podcast. Each week we bring you the Sunday message from the Bluff Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you like our podcast, we'd appreciate it if you take a moment and leave a review on your favorite listening platforms on iTunes or Google Play. Your review helps other listeners find our podcast. For more information about the Bluff, we invite you to visit our website at thebluff.church or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for the Bluff Church. If you live in the Poplar Bluff area, we invite you to come be a part of the Bluff on any Sunday at 1027 a.m. in the ballroom of the Holiday Inn. Now here's this week's message. Well, good morning. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Mason Powell. I am the teaching co-pastor here. And one of my biggest passions in life is being able to preach God's Word. And I love, love the tremendous honor of being able to do it here at the church. But I've been saying for months now that this, what happens here on Sunday morning, isn't about whoever's on stage. It's about the one that we're proclaiming, and his name is Jesus. And so one of my big goals as this teaching pastor here is to develop a preaching team of people from within this body of church who will stand up and and occasionally preach. Um, So I get the tremendous honor of being able to to sit at the feet of God's word being preached as well as you guys get to experience day after or every single Sunday. So this morning we have a special treat where one of our own, someone who behind his back I affectionately called the Bluff Prince, is going to be preaching here this morning. So if you could please give a round of applause in welcoming Luke Elledge. Um, wasn't expecting that title, but... Uh... And that's off to a good start, so we're going to do good here. Um, As Mason said, I'm Luke Elledge. Those of you that don't know me, I'm Dave's son. So if you can't tell, you look at our faces, take away the beard, and add a few years. I look like that. (laughs) Yeah, a few. So Mason likes to start out with a story, and I like that, so I'm going to do the same. So when I was three years old, my grandpa, for some unknown reason, decided to give me a hatchet. And I know what you're thinking, that's a terrible idea. But you know what? You're absolutely right. And it could have gone wrong a lot of ways, but I think you'll enjoy the way it did go wrong. I didn't go chop down a cherry tree like George Washington. I know, shocker. Instead, I had an affinity for tires, and my granddad had this old F-150, which is the only Ford I've ever loved. If you're a Ford guy, sorry, not me. (laughs) Um, Well, I see those tires, and I just went and hacked them up. Well, a little while later, my granddad goes outside and says... Luke, what happened to my tires? Well, in this instance, I was like George Washington. I didn't lie. I said, I hatched them. (laughs) So he was a little upset, as you could probably guess. And he 
started doing a little bit of yelling, which I think is understandable. Well, then it got brought to his attention. Maybe it wasn't a great idea to give a three-year-old a hatchet. (laughs) Well, in the end, he wound up forgiving me because he was my granddad and he loved me. And I mean, look at this. Can't be mad at this for too long, right? (laughs) Well, you can ask my wife. Sometimes you can, but. Has anybody else ever been mad at somebody, gotten in a fight? I, I know that sometimes I get pretty upset. Usually it's when my son starts doing things that I ask him not to over and over and over, and then one more time. But whenever you get angry with someone, do you notice that there's a little bit of a blemish on that relationship? It feels like something's keeping you apart. Well, when we do that, we forgive because we love them. Or if it's somebody you work with, it's because, hey, your workday is going to be terrible if you keep being angry at them. So that's what we're going to talk about today is forgiveness. And forgiveness is a very big part of any relationship. It doesn't matter if it's your son, your daughter, your wife, your cousin, your coworker, anybody. You're going to have issues. You're going to have to forgive. If you don't forgive, that relationship is going to destroy itself. We're never going to get it back together if we don't forgive. So in James 5.16, It says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And that is so beautiful to me. We have this amazing God who brings his power to our relationships when we pray for each other and we pray for each other in forgiveness, we have so many things that we mess up on daily. I know I do personally. And I'm sure if you guys are honest with yourselves, you probably mess up a little bit every now and then too. So when we start meeting in groups, when we confess to each other, when we pray for each other, and we forgive each other, that's how we're going to heal our relationships. Now, you might be thinking, well, why am I going to get in fights with these people? Well, I'm not going to promise that you will, but if you're human, which I think I'm not seeing any antenna, so looks like we all are, um, We're going to mess up with each other every now and then. It's just human nature. And when we start having those issues, we forgive, pray for each other. It's going to heal us. And it'll heal us not only in that relationship, but in other relationships. It brings us back together. 
Now, our church family, we believe that church isn't only done in rows, but also in the circles. And I personally believe that you will grow more in those circles than you will in the rows. Now, yes, we have an amazing worship team, and Mason does a great job bringing the Word of God on Sundays, and hopefully I'll do a decent job today. But with those Sunday, you're not getting to come together and just really soak in God's Word. God's Word, just hearing it on Sunday in the worship, it's like throwing a seed on the ground and hoping that it just takes root. When we come together, that's when we actually get to water that seed. We get to fertilize it. That's where we grow. And I hope that when we have these groups start that you'll think about coming to one and joining with everybody. And I mean, I love Sundays. I love seeing all of you. I'm not a social butterfly like some of you, but it does make me happy to see you all. It makes me happy to have those handshakes. Last week after my grandma passed away, all the people that came and said, we're so sorry, we love you guys. That meant so much to me. Some people that I don't hardly ever see, you guys might sit on the other side of the room, you might only get to make it every now and then. Sometimes I only get to make it every now and then because of my work, but you all felt like family, especially last week, and I love that. In Ephesians 4.32, it says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as Christ forgave you. Now, that is so... I mean, the way Christ forgave you. Just think about that. Christ forgave us in the way that we'll never be able to forgive. He died on a cross, took our sins away from us so that we have a possibility of spending eternity in heaven. And, wow, just that type of forgiveness, I can't imagine ever being able to live up to that, but I hope to try every time. It's so amazing how we have these verses that just tell us how our relationships can work. Be kind to one another. Be tenderhearted. Forgive one another. I mean, that's the basis for a healthy relationship. If we look into the Bible, it'll give us all the help we need in our relationships. Now, when we have fights with each other, like I said, it causes a rift. That rift can only be closed by forgiveness. And we can't forgive 
quite like God gives us, but we can look at the Bible. We can look to our elders. We can look to our friends, and they can help us learn how to forgive. Now, I know sometimes when we forgive, it's more like, I forgive you for now, but when you make me upset next time, coming back a little bit harder because you really messed up. I only kind of forgive you. Well, that's not how it's going to work. God forgives completely. That's how we need to learn how to forgive. In Matthew 18, 20, Jesus said, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Now, in our groups, there's going to be more than two or three, and we are gathering in Jesus' name. So he will be with us. He's with us right now. And when he's with us, we can lay all our issues on his feet. You're hurting, lay it at his feet. You have sorrow, lay it at his feet. You have some anger, lay it at his feet. He's here for us. We're here for him. We all have to just lay it down. Humble yourselves for God. In Colossians 3.13, it says, Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And these two passages, it talks about how we are to forgive like God. And like I said, we can never forgive that way. But that all-encompassing forgiveness of God, it means so much. You might make a mistake. You'll probably make a mistake today. Not to say you guys aren't wonderful people, but we all make mistakes. Now, God's forgiveness, it's so complete. And the way he forgives, I'm sure you're all thankful that he doesn't forgive like we do. (laughs) I mean... Like I said, we just bring that issue right back next time. But when God sent his son to die on that cross, those issues were just erased. Now, because his forgiveness is a little bit better than ours, We don't have to worry about his wrath, which thankfully we don't. Because instead of a silent treatment for a few hours, you'll uh, have a little bit bigger of an issue. Now, I'm I'm not going to be going as long as Mason usually would. last, Last week's been pretty rough, and I've been pretty sick, so talking is really killing me up here, but 
I just want to leave you with this last thought. Forgive in the same way you want God to forgive you. Now, if God forgave you the way you forgave your spouse, your coworker, do you, do you feel like things would be ending well for you? I know sometimes the way I forgive my wife, sometimes the way I forgive my son. If God forgave me like that, I would, I probably wouldn't be still standing here, honestly. I just want us all to praise God that he is so forgiving, that grace is so wonderful. All right, if you guys will pray with me. Dear Lord, thank you for your amazing forgiveness. Thank you that you sent your son to die on a cross and give us all that we could ever need. Lord, I thank you that we all get to come together. And I thank you for all these amazing people that we get to do life together with. I hope that they will all come and join in the groups and we can all grow together with you. And I ask that your words, not mine, be what's on people's hearts. And I ask that you be with us in this worship. Just humble our hearts, hear the words. And I ask this in your son's holy name. Amen. Oh, be my anthem, Lord, when the world has fallen.